Welcome back to another episode of Make Mine Mayday. Of course, I am Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood host, and uh, but I'm not the only host. The, 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 the woman of the hour, hey as always, oh, man. is Miss Kelly. Welcome, Kelly. Hey! We, we got some guests today, don't we? We have... I'm so excited for our guests. Like, I can't even handle it. I, I tried my best to like write up their questions and I couldn't even do it because I was just like I just want to hear them talk so I'm excited so first <laughs> up we have he was a mod on the spider girl message board he's going by his username Jeff Hi. aka Jeffers hello hey Instagram I, friend <laughs> hello that's, that's her Instagram buddy Yes. Um, but then, then I became face because of Jeff. I became Facebook friends with John. Thanks, hey. John. Hey. But, hey. but wait, <laughs> we're not done yet. There's no not done yet. One more. The other mod from hey. the Girl message board, Matt Taylor, aka Venom, on the message boards. Yes. Uh, if thank you, Sp- uh, comicboards.com/slash. Uh, Spider Girl. Spider Girl. Yeah. You can still uh, go there. It still exists. Now, Je- Jeff and Matt are not the mods anymore, but. Uh, uh, Wait, I don't think there. there's. I don't think there's any mod at this point. Like, I'm pretty sure it's just. It's. It's one of those things where it's dead, but it's not actually dead. But the fire of Spider Girl remains alive. Yes. Exactly. All right. So. <laughs> This episode, like uh, we kind of talked about, it. if you if you read the uh, read the little blurb I wrote, this is more about the fandom and that and uh, we titled it the 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 time that spider the times that Spider Girl was saved. Yes, and, like uh, a Friends episode. <laughs> hat tip to Sarah, who is probably watching us. Yes, right now. hat tip to Sarah. So we oh, look, we already got comments, folks. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just John. everyone saying hi. What's up? Ryan Hi, Reed, Matt Giovanni, and oh, Ryan. Oh, I know some of these people. Yeah. yeah. You know? Awesome. So, yeah, you said Ryan. Ryan is somebody you should have on at some point. Uh, yes. Listen, Honestly, Ryan, why is Ryan not on here? Like, can we quickly get Ryan to jump on? Look, or if, if, Ryan, if Ryan's in, in his, he's got a, he's got a podcast set up, so I know he, he yeah. can jump in the basement and, and, come, and come hang <laughs> out. So I will send them. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. it's still there, but not the 1999 through 2008. No, no. But Ryan, Ryan, are you are you able? If you're to available, want to like jump on, man? Shoot me a PM on on Facebook. I'll send you the link, and we can get you on. So uh, we'll do this. We'll, we'll do to, to quote Bill O'Reilly infamously. We'll do it live. Uh, we are live and in, in color. And so okay. this, okay, I the more than you, when I interview. When I interview anybody, when I interviewed Tom and Ron back in the day, uh, I had them go through their superhero origin stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can't. He's in. He's in my car at a stop at the moment. So Man. please don't don't hurt yourself <laughs> yeah. or wreck yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> or, or he would. Uh, pay attention to the road, Ryan Reed. Yes. Um, but so, nevertheless. Uh, I'm gonna have we'll, we'll start we'll start with Jeff since he's you know yes. we're gonna, we'll go to Jeff Matt and then John you can kind of to give us your your superhero origin stories how'd you get into comics how did you get into Spider Girl specifically yeah how did I get into comics oh I mean I just 
I always love Spider Man because of the old cartoon. Spider Man, Spider Man, the sixty show. I loved that when I was yes. Yes. And I remember, I remember writing, and I had the costume one year, and Spider Man costume with the old Ben Cooper. And it's bizarre. You can see pictures of it, but the Spider Man costume did not look like Spider Man's costume. It was yellow, and a big tarantula on the front. So I think they just used someone else. They used an old costume and just gave you a Spider Man mask. That was my guess. Brad but anyways, Douglas. But the mask, the mask is accurate. Yeah, but I remember Brad like writing down Brad. the block of the big wheel. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm stepping all over. Yeah, he I bought that. Riding like, down the street, yeah. riding down the sidewalk, <laughs> riding down the street with, with on my big wheel with my Spider-Man mask, thinking I was Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> I didn't really start buying the comics myself until the comic, the store down the down the street around the corner started selling comic books, and this was. Right before Star Wars came out, because I was buying, I started buying Spider-Man and Star Wars comics at the same time, and uh, so '77, first issue I bought was a Kingpin Star story. Nice. Uh, and uh, God, who is who's the Ross Andrew? So Ross yeah. Andrew was my first Spider-Man artist. Hi, Uh You know, and then. I would go back and forth, but I, I kind of got really back into comics in the 90s, in the, I know, in the 80s when I was in college. And there was a nice, actually a newsstand in downtown Milwaukee that had all comics, and I would buy my comics every That's week. Um, Spider-Girl, I bought What If 105 when it was first out. I just, you know, I saw that, and let's hand it to Ron. That, that was a fantastic cover. And I right? go, well, this looks interesting spider-man's daughter oh, okay i'll check it out and <laughs> and you know it was great i loved it wanted to see more and thankfully there was more mm-hmm. and that was yeah so i i was there at the beginning with spider girl i got what if 105 when it was on the racks and i started buying the comics as soon as they were coming out i don't know if you want me to start when I got involved in the message board or picked that yeah, up no, later. No, 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 go, go into that. Like, yeah, yeah go totally. Into that. Yeah, that's... Okay, because I don't remember. Matt and I were um, just, you know, we were chatting earlier today, and he's saying, maybe you can jog my memory. I, I, I don't know. Um, I remember, because I was involved in, I was on the Spider-Man message board a lot. Mm-hmm. And I went to a comic convention in Chicago, and Tom DeFalco was there. And so Spider-Girl was out. I don't think I was the mod. Tom was there, and I went over and I started talking to Tom, and Dave Galanter was at the same time. That's why I met Dave, who was, you know, one of the haunt shows of the message boards. And we were talking with Tom for a while. It was nice, nice long talk. I, I told Tom my Stan Lee story, and he found that amusing. And, and if you want my Stan Lee story, I'll tell you that later. Okay. Fantastic. We'll do that. We'll do that. I'm, I'm we're here for it. Now. Yeah, we're here for it. Okay. So, you want the Stan Lee story now, or you want me to go on? Yeah, with no, it? go, yeah. go, do it. Actually, I, I was, I was gonna let, oh, I was gonna okay. kind of go, kind of, kind of, kind of go through and, and, and just let Matt kind of tell it's his story. And go. Yeah, 
Uh, in fairness, I'm sitting here going, yes, please tell me everything. everything. Let's have fun. And Zach's trying okay. to actually keep this well, a very even episode. So I apologize. <laughs> You're good. You're good. So, so okay. I'll, well, the convention is important. What happened? What happened later yeah. in the convention is important. Okay. So let me. Yeah, I'll let you finish that. Uh, yeah. So, so we're talking about. And Dave said, "Oh, some people from the Spider Girl message board. We're going to be meeting. You know, when when convention closes down for the night, we're going to be at the local. I think it was like an Applebee's or TJ Friday or something like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll meet you there. And we're walking around, and you know, so I'm walking around. The convention is closing. I hear all the pros talking about, "Hey, what are you doing tonight?" And I'm hearing, you know, they're making plans with each other, and they're they're going off to their cool places and everything, and, and so, and then I get to the um, the TGA Fridays or find the table, and Tom DeFalco is at the table with all the Spider-Man fans. <laughs> and so sorry, I sat TGA down. Fridays? Huh? What's that? As someone in college who worked at it was, it was, it was like, Tuesdays it was, and the know, TGA Fridays, I'm just my my brain is just Tuesday, breaking at that. Okay. It could have been an Applebee's. It was one of those places, but so I walked in there and I was totally surprised to see that Tom DeFalco was there with everyone from the Spider-Man message board. <laughs> and so I sat down and checked, you know, we talked with Tom and Tom and spider Girl talking about everything. And that was right. basically, I was so impressed that Tom DeFalco was there for the fans that that was, that was my loyalty to Tom. <laughs> that was why I was determined to fight for his comic. <laughs> so that's so awesome that that cool. listen listen as as somebody that has interviewed tom a couple of different times tom defalco is one of the most gracious human awesome. beings in the comic industry and he yeah. understand he comes from that generation of what stan tried to form and i think he tried to keep that torch alive yeah. and you can tell that he is just so humble about you know and so honored that people just have this attachment to these characters and i the passion that you just expressed is why all five of us are sitting here tonight yeah and and so yeah. you, you know um matt i'm gonna let you give your superhero yes. origin story yes and kind of talk about how you got into spider girl and then and then we'll go to john Well, I originally got involved with comic boards. Um, I think I was still in high school. It was maybe like 96 or 97. And uh, I actually met uh, Dave Glanter. And um, it was kind of funny because he only lived a few towns away from me. So <laughs> I can't remember if I was a mod yet or not. But long story short, I ended up um, moderating the Spider-Man message board for mm -hmm. quite a few years. And um, one thing that I think was really cool about it was how involved the creators were. And that was just like, I, even kind of one of the things I think birthed Spider-Girl was the fact that the creators were involved as far as the boards. But um, as far as fandom, Spider-Man in my, I actually have my baby's first yearbook and it says that uh, I was afraid of Spider-Man. That was, was one of the things on the list. <laughs> someone who would later go by Venom for many, many years, I found. <laughs> um, I think my yeah. I think my first issue was um, it was always tied into Venom and it's a weird way because I was like, at the time anyway, I was more of a Venom fan than a Spider-Man fan. 
because those were the first issues that I read. I was about seven or eight years old. And um, leading into Spider-Girl, I guess we'll get to that. Um, I think it was issue mm-hmm. five uh, was Venom, the Venom symbiote. And I think that was the first one that I grabbed. And my immediate reaction was, I don't get this. Like, what is this? <laughs> and uh, I, I, I have to admit, I didn't pick it up. Um, but what happened was I was a big um, Ben Riley and Kane fan. And when Kane showed up, I think in issue 14, mm-hmm. my memory is terrible, but I think it was 14. Um, yeah, yeah it was 14 or 15. Point. And uh, of course, I went back and, yeah, I went back and I got all the old issues. And that still remains, I think, the only series that I have the entire run. And um, but getting into the Spider Gold board, that was... Uh, that was that was interesting. I, I might have a little story to tell about the background of that uh, a little bit later. But I was happy right. to be involved. Happy to be remembered. It's it's strange, but I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely, John. I mean, yeah. Kind of give us your 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 origin okay. stories, and then we'll and then we'll circle back to Matt. Yes. And, okay. and Jeff. Okay, my origin story with comic books and uh, my life background story is all mixed up in between so pardon me <laughs> no you're good okay cool well about 50 years ago you might remember a thing called the vietnam war well i'm a product <laughs> of it and when my parents brought me over here to america i was three years old and i i had issues with the language with reading and a friend of mine introduced me to comic books and this helped me to learn to read and it was great it was a great medium you saw you interacted it was exciting it was more than just this, you know, whatever it was that they were teaching in school. It's more interesting. Spider-Man was more interesting. <laughs> anyway, I read it uh, solidly all the way through high school. Uh, I got to the Clone Saga, and um, unfortunately, this is something of a sore point. It's some a little controversial, but when it got to the point in the Clone Saga where it said that you know Peter Parker was the clone and Ben Riley was mm-hmm. the real Spider-Man. Uh-huh. I had an absolute really jerk no. reaction. I said, I said, screw this. Pardon my French. Screw this. Oh, you're fine. You've been lying to me for decades. I'm done with comic books. And I literally put it down. I was... Fair. I was... Okay. And I went into the military, and I was active duty from, I think, the late 80s to the mid-90s. I got into college. And uh, one day when I was in college... Um, I turned on TV set and I saw this cartoon and it was not Spider-Man. It was the Transformers. Sorry, but this leads into Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> I, I saw I saw this cartoon. It was called Beast Wars. I got interested in it and I started. I got into collecting the toys and such like that. I started going to the conventions and I was a hardcore, diehard Transformers fan. And one day I was at a convention. I went to a stall and lo and behold, they were selling comic books. I went through, I had time to kill, I went through the stall, and I picked up this issue called Spider-Girl? Excuse me? What's this? What <laughs> issue was it? Reading. I forget. I think it was the one where Kane was holding her by the throat or something. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, hey, one. looky there. <laughs> there you go. All right. I read the introduction. I was like, yeah, I'm on board for this. The real Spider-Man? Who is the real Spider-Man? I don't know. I'm going to read this. And I was studying um, creative writing at the time, and I really got into the character. And I liked how Tom Falco was so... 
I don't know. As you said, he's a class act. Even though at this point in my life, I never paid attention to creators' names. I just picked up a comic book. And I did not care who the writer was, who the artist was. I just knew I was enjoying this experience right there and right then. And But this is the internet age. And I, I started learning about, you know, the, the people behind there and the people, you know, who are who are breaking, bringing this to life. And there was a message board. Oh, my goodness. I was still on dial-up by the time, at this time, by the way. So it was really slow. <laughs> and I just got on board. I discovered the message board through Google. And I just let my inner nerd flow out of me that I just kept pent up in with me for many, many years. And that's how I got into hmm. Spider-Man. Well, it's in what you said about not paying attention to writers and artists is um, there's a point in high school where I stopped with the first appearance of Hydro Man. I was like disgusted with it because he's like coming out of drains trying to find Spider-Man and popping up in people's showers. And I think this is like something from Spidey Super Stories. I'm done with Spider-Man. And a couple of years later, it was actually the black costume that got me more curious about reading Spider-Man again. Started reading Spider-Man again, and so later on, I'm talking to Tom at a convention, Tom DeFalco, and I start telling him this the comic, the, the issues of comic Spider-Man that got me back into it. He's like, "Oh yeah, that was mine. That was mine." Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I I just I just want to I just want to state always... that I was on a uh... yeah. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, we got a little bit of a delay. So for those that are listening to us on the audio version of this, we, we're, we're fighting some delays. Yeah, but, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, my, um, all I was, was going to state was... Okay, go. Ah! All right, so anyway, what I was going to state was I was on a, another, like, YouTube show on Friday... And they had asked me to like pick three comic books to talk about, and so like I randomly picked the first two comics I ever picked up that I could remember as a kid, and um, both of them are basically like very much Tom Falco, like Tom Falco and Ron Friends centric, because they apparently were all related around when uh, Mary Jane had announced she knew. Peter with Spider-Man. That was that was one of the issues that got me back. Yeah. And uh, I like it was it was during this interview I realized, oh, you guys basically entirely for like formed my Spider-Man life. So <laughs> thanks guys, because I was I was eight when I found Spider-Man. <laughs> so, just just if you guys need to feel old. Um, yeah, yeah. I well. was eight. Right. I was, and I'm it, not and then when I was in college, uh, so I, you're not too much older than me, okay? Not I'm not. No, I'm thir she, She's thirty. I'm not I'm 30, that young. I'll be thirty-three at the end of the year. No, <laughs> I was. I was trying to pull out because I have. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge Clone Saga fan, and that's what ultimately started this website, this network, everything. So, Spider Girl for me, my dad still gets irate irrationally upset about the fact that they never resolved the baby may storyline <laughs> because when i finally when i finally had to break the news i was like 
they never intended on doing it. And he's like, so why did they introduce it in the first place? And I was like, editorial influence is all Bill Jameis's fault. He, yeah, you know, uh, or not Bill Jameis, uh, Bob Harris's fault. Uh, don't want to, don't want to speak ill of Bill. Uh, there's other things we can speak ill of Bill about, right. but you know. Can can uh, I can I at least state that uh, thanks to at least Peter being a part of the investigation unit that I do think sometimes my dad was able to kind of take a step back and always go like, would this be like, would this be good for my daughter to see? Because my my dad is uh, retired now retired GBI, uh, which is Georgia Bureau of Investigation, State Investigation. And a lot of things that like wound up kind of making national news the last few years in Brunswick, Georgia. Uh, my dad was one of the first people to call out for our state because it was inappropriate. And um, I, I do think a part of that did come from the comics just because he was like, wait, I should at least like actually be you know, a good cop for this. So yeah, definitely. So I don't want to say that anyway. Wanna, so Sorry. we're gonna go. I'm gonna take a trip back in the wayback machine. Yes. Uh, we got SaveSpiderGirl.com. This Ooh. was this was the brainchild of these three guys mm -hmm. and so many other people that were on the message board. This was and, yeah, that, and others. And it is. Yeah. I'm shocked. It's work like this didn't work that well this morning. Well, I I, I, uh, I went back and I, I tried to find a good like a good a good capture. Uh, I got I got the Reddit uh, alerts on my on my computer. If you're watching this on YouTube, but uh, yeah, so this is kind of this was the website that we everybody linked back in the day. SaveSpiderGirl.com. This mm -hmm. was this campaign started. Uh, you said around March for death, which. Is it was, it was the 61. I just looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. 60, 60. So issue 60 was the first, like, all right, 60 is the drop dead date. We're not bringing it back. 61 is, right, you right. know, uh, they, is, the, is the infamous issue that. In, uh, in fairness, it is one of my favorite storylines ever, but yeah. It's, it's in the 60s. Yeah. So. The, the March, for, uh, you it's know, and, and Tom DeFalco has told this story several times, but he, he got a phone call. It was April Fool's Day. They said, <laughs> we, uh -huh. we need another, we need a plot. And like Brevoort had to call him like at like seven o'clock like in the evening and said, no, Tom, the series is not canceled. We need a plot like tomorrow. Honestly, <laughs> they should have said something like the day before, like. That's, yeah, it sounds like that's a Marvel problem and not a Tom problem. Yeah, that was that was definitely like he had turned in the script. He had said his goodbyes. You know, holler at me if you need anything. He had went and got him a pizza and went back to Pittsburgh and was thinking, oh, I, everything's uh, well, fine. Also, also some good wine. I, I hope. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he had yeah. to get him a, a good yeah. New York style pizza with some wine, and he was yeah. just you know ready to kick back and write his his murder mysteries and. And be done. And then the news comes out. Lo and behold, to you guys, that Spider Girl is not in fact canceled. And so the Save Spider Girl campaign—that was the first big win you guys had. Um, and then 
right around issue 70 like what was it 75 i think was supposed to be the last 75 75 Mm -hmm. and then the campaign Mm -hmm. started Mm -hmm. and then it you know later on i one uh, one of these issues right there yeah yeah uh Anyway, yeah. Anyway, but you know, seventy-five pops, you know, comes out, and, and it's mm-hmm. not—it's not the last issue. Now, for me, I'll say this: uh, I started—I started reading the like with the with the early run, and then I jumped in at sixty-five, and picked it up from sixty-five mm-hmm. on, all the way through through at the end. So for me, I was—I was, I was mm-hmm. kind of a late comer to the. But it was really the message board that you guys, you know, that community you fostered was one of the biggest reasons that I was like, you know what, I'm going to help save Spider-Girl because I love Tom DeFalco. My first issue was a Tom DeFalco issue of, of comics, period. I mean, so, I, I just want to thank you guys for that because I was a little too young. Uh, I started at eight years old in 1998 <laughs> uh, collecting from like issue three onward. Uh, and I was very religious about picking it up. Um so my thing is, is even though like I did know you guys, uh, we talked about this earlier, how I was a little scared of being very active as young as I was on on the group page. But I was very uh, active in collecting and trying my best to to help you guys where I could, a.k.a. crudely drawing things at my mother's beeper office and... <laughs> Uh, putting them in store windows, so oh, yeah. that's uh, that's my my main contribution. You. You're welcome. You're welcome for my my zero goose egg contribution to that. But uh, in any way, it's I do want to thank you guys because without you and without everything you guys did, it wouldn't have gone as long as it did because it it literally lasted from me being eight years old, like just turned eight years old. In September of 1998, to lasting until Spider Girl: The End, which I want to say came out August 2010, so it was right into my sophomore year of college. And that's a long time to have a character in your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, just to kind of go back and, and describe some of the stuff I'm, I'm, I'm putting up on the screen while you were talking. Mm-hmm. This is the wall, of, the hall of honor, yes. for the retailers that actually put these things and, and oh. wrote letters and 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 the letters that you guys got oh, sent wow. in, and uh, all these different comic shops. I, you know, uh, I'm hoping. I mean, Midtown Comics and Times Square. Yeah, they put the flyer out. That's pretty darn cool. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a win considering how many how many professionals were going to that place too. Um, you know, uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> on, honestly, you guys, you guys did the. We inter- were at least back then about targeting. Yeah, well, back then you guys basically did the impossible. It's you fine, really, you really did. So, so talk about okay. Let's let's kind of get into the the origins of that. You guys obviously did the Save Spider Girl campaign. Jeff, you obviously you've talked about that. You wanted you had that resolve. All right, we're going to save this title. 
when you guys just kind of did y'all start emailing each other back and forth how did that kind of start if you guys remember we did uh, we did we did especially when we uh i do remember a lot of the emails going around when we did the previews ad <laughs> yeah I, I was part yeah. of those <laughs> those were fast and yeah. furious i remember, um, I remember logging I mean, on I, going, I, there's 30 emails yeah, because I, I think in the beginning it was just a letter writing campaign mostly the very first mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. and you know we we had gener so it wasn't just the three of us we there were plenty of people writing letters, and I think Tom told us I think we were told that up until that point no comic had been saved by a letter writing campaign, and we were the first to do that. Hmm. And then after that, it was like buy, start buying extra issues because I bought like five issues a month or something like that to, to, to bump up sales and then hand out the extra issues to people you think might like Spider Girl. I mean, I, I remember I started calling myself Johnny Appleseed of Spider Girl. Hey, um, my, hey. My niece, my niece's, my niece's soccer team. They're going on a bus trip or something. So I go, I go to a comic book shop because I bought every back issue of Spider Girl they had, gave them to her, and the yeah. friends so they can read on the bus. So yeah, no, okay, okay. So when they did the one dollar issue, when I was creating my costume, I spent about eighty, eighty five dollars mm -hmm. buying all up all of that one dollar reprint, and that's all I did the entire weekend was pass out that comic was handed out and i have okay, multiple letters no that i have multiple letters there was a five-year-old who was with his parents uh his parents actually were like top gun cosplayers at dragon con and he wanted to dress up as spidey with this group of top top gun cosplayers and i saw him and i like pointed at him and my spider girl and he pointed at me and i handed him the comic and like you know we were just doing this dumb stuff but i was trying to like slowly read it to him he apparently like apparently that made his entire weekend and his parents gave me a message of going you do not understand how much the comic you gave him into him because he kept telling us he's like i got this as spidey i didn't get this as me i got this as spider-man <laughs> i am spider-man <laughs> and this is mine and it was like holy crap but like he, it was it was special to him, and like other, I have other little stories about that that entire weekend of just passing out that comic. So like you talking about Johnny Appleseed of that comic, mm -hmm. it's weird to know the ripple effect of it, I guess. Absolutely, I never like, dressed up as Spider Man while distributing the comics. I don't think it would have worked as well. <laughs> nah, it totally would have been fine. It would have been great. Okay. You should have done it. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 John. Well, the costumes they had at the time didn't really look like Spider-Girl, as you know. That's true. True, true, true. John, I was going to jump to you because obviously that yeah. previews ad was like the big, the big, like apex of the Save Spider-Girl campaign. Whose idea was it? Was it yours? Was it Jeff's? Was it Matt's? Whose was it? Was okay, it okay, okay, okay. Um, I think my I don't name know is who's a little bit better than Jeff's. Um, okay. Actually, I think they originally tried to cancel. Um, I think they originally tried to cancel the book around twelve. I was not involved with that campaign. 
Um, okay. It was the second time they tried to cancel it. I jumped on board. And I wasn't really a part of the emails at the time, but as soon as I I had just gotten on board with Spider Girl, it got canceled. I got fired up, and that's when I started getting into this. And the the ad in question, oh my goodness, I actually have a copy of that. Um, a lot of us got together, more than me, uh, Jefferson, uh, Venom over there. Excuse me, Matt. Uh, uh, we it was, it was a lot of us. I. Uh, Matt Adler, I believe, was involved. Someone yep. came up with the idea. Yeah. Hey, we got to get this out to more people. We need a, we need an ad. And I was, as you mentioned before, Zach, um, before the show, I did a lot of the banners and also did a lot of the posters. So I raised my hand and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. let me do, let me do this. I, I can, I can uh, create this ad." And I, we, I think Jeffers and Matt or someone else who are was more business savvy started saying okay we got to get permission from marvel because we're using their intellectual property then we got to contact these people and pay them the money and thanks, i was like okay remind, great thanks for reminding me i have not done a single thing for that for my my own logo i said did we get it's all good it's fine Okay. Anyway, I was all fired up. I was all fired up. My mindset back then was very hyper. It was there was no such thing as an obstacle to me. There was only speed bumps. You give me okay. an obstacle, I'm gonna blow through it. I'm gonna go over it. I'm gonna go under it. But I will not stop. Okay. So hey, I contacted Marvel. Uh, yeah. I, it's, it's I contacted Marvel. I said, Hey, okay, we want to do this free service for you. How will you please let yes. us do it? And dude said, well, you know, sure, why not? Okay, you got our permission. So I, I grabbed this and okay, guys, we got to get this much money for this publisher. Give us some, give us, okay, let's uh, collect some money. And everybody started paying in like $40 here, $20 here. I think the uh, whole price was like $800 or something. Well, the amount that we yeah, collected was like right. something like, like $200. I said, I said, screw this, we're doing this. I will put... For the other four hundred dollars, we're going to make this happen. No obstacles. <laughs> and I, oh I, I sent my I sent my ad, sent them the money. They said great. <laughs> and then next month, boom! In this previews catalog was our full page mm-hmm. ad of Spider Girl. I wish I could dig it out. It's Shit. it's somewhere. Uh, Man, I, I think I have, it. I have it somewhere. I don't. I just don't full know where in my giant like. I will say this. I I did that was because of Save Spider Girl. That was the first time I I established a (laughs) PayPal account and sent you guys ten bucks. So I I could I I distinctly remember going. Okay, I I like I'm I'm like a teenager. I'm working working at a a golf. I'm working at a golf course making. Five seventy-five okay. an what? hour. You know what? At least you were working on a golf course. I distinctly remember this in the fact of that I wasn't like legally allowed to work. So, <laughs> so I'm I, sorry I, I couldn't give you money. I tried. <laughs> yes. Uh, good. I like I say that that era of 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 just Spider-Man fandom. It was so different. <laughs> and and but no, I. I remember me Actually, and Actually, I would say it's not different. It's just there was a lot more action 
versus right now it's more of a reaction to older things. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So I, I was trying to, because we, we would put the Save Spider Girl logo that mm -hmm. John made uh, yeah. on our websites. And I was, I know Brad, I know it's on Brad, it was on Brad's it's, site. It, it was, yeah, it was on the crawl space. So I'm actually on the Wayback Machine right now. I'll show you what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm actually trying to like see, because he had it like in one of the corners of his website. This is old yeah. time is, ago. Uh, Old Spider-Man crawl space, um, you know, to to Brad if he is watching, uh, you know, this is done oh. out of love. I swear to God, like. <laughs> but I, you know, I mean, the testimonials you guys were able to find of other other people that were writing this online. I remember that Mike Ringo post, and, and it kind of gives makes kind of makes me sad right. when I see it now, because yeah. it wasn't too too long after this that he ended up passing away, no. but. Um, I mean, it's just such a good, it was such a really good idea for you guys to have one place that you could just say, okay, here's the link, you know, to find out more about this Spider-Girl character. And, um, you know, you guys just absolutely, I felt like, just did, did, did such a great service to the character. And, and thank you for yeah. your efforts because because honestly for people like me if you guys hadn't have done this the save at 60 i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have read spider girl i wouldn't be doing okay. this podcast right now well even just i mean honestly even just saving it at 60 like saving it for the kids that ultimately did not know like because in fairness in in 20 in in 2006 i i think i had just started high school um, but in fairness, we weren't necessarily tech savvy. Most of us, I think we can all say that. And, and two, like, you know, it would have stopped a character at a very formidable time of my life. Um, it also too would have stopped a story that I think has resonated with at this point, at least two other generations. Mm -hmm. Uh, with stories that needed to be told because i know i i see kids that are just now starting college that are really into spider girl either finding it through themselves through marvel unlimited or finding it through a family member i know like me like you know i've i've shown the series to my own five-year-old nephew and zach has shown it to his five-year-old daughter and they are obsessed with it for some strange reason, they love the series and the fact that they are able to have, I mean, what, like a 15 year time of a consistent thread of Spider-Girl has a large part to do with the fandom and with this message board and with you guys and what you guys did to make this happen. Yeah, Matt kind of, uh, you know, John and, and Jeff have talked a lot, but you've been kind of quiet. So I wanted to kind of get yeah. more, more stuff out from you and, and kind of give me your, like when all this was happening, your reaction to everything. Because it was, I mean, how wild was it? Mm -hmm. Well, and it's kind of, it, it's, it makes for a good segue. And if you don't mind me going on a small tangent. Sure. It'll, it'll come back. Um, oh, yeah. I think... I appreciate you giving us the credit you do. There were very many, many, many people involved yes. with these mm -hmm. 
campaigns. But I think too, that don't get enough credit, honestly, with the involvement of the board and everything else, honestly was Tom DeFalco, Ron Friends, and yes. um, later on, some of the editors that worked on the book. I think their involvement in the board is what helped foster that rabid fan base because they're in, mm -hmm. actively engaging with the audience naturally makes you want to fight for this book, this thing that yeah. you love. Um, the tangent is that it also, it, if my memory serves me correctly, um, was the impetus for the board existing in the first place because like I said, prior to the Spider-Girl board existing, I worked on, as a moderator on the Spider-Man message board before it even spread to um, these other boards and the TV boards and things that they did. And when they did um, expand, I remember there was a discussion when, and I don't think I, I was not involved with the board right away. Um, I came later. But mm -hmm. there was actually a discussion kind of behind closed doors with management of, is it really necessary to have a Spider-Girl board? Because according to the rules of comic boards, Spider-Girl was fully on topic on the Spider-Man mm -hmm. message board. So the question was always, mm -hmm. do we really need this? And I think really, um, again, this is, you know, 20 some odd years ago, but yeah, I want to say that it kind of came down was if you can get Tom and it might've been Pat at that time, or Ron, if you can get them involved at the board and you can get them engaged, then we'll go ahead and do the separate board because it really was kind of a point of contention with the origins. So I want to just take a second to thank Tom and Ron really for their involvement because as much as we and you know many, many other fans were involved, I don't think the board would have existed if they weren't as engaged with the fan base as they were. Uh, absolutely, I, I agree I with that. Yeah, completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a yeah. that's something that's often uh, missed. Yeah. And, and unlike yeah. unlike what was kind of going on on the Spider Man message board with creators there, Tom was friendly with us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I had a few. I had some good experiences with creators on the Spider Man board. I have to say. Um, Paul Jenkins was always really cool. That came oh, later, obviously. His uh, but, uh, I, yeah, but he was always I, really cool. Paul Jenkins. Uh, another I love Paul Jenkins. another I had Atlanta. Long talk with him. There were a few. Mm -hmm. There were another a few. Atlanta um, person. And I had. Paul. <laughs> I had Sorry, I was just gonna say. I, was just, I know. I I at least know of Paul out of my friend group, and I he is apparently a very friendly man, very good man. Mm -hmm. I had a nice but long had, talk with I Paul Jenkins at Comic Con about I don't know eight years ago something like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah, awesome. Paul. Paul I wrote one of, one of my favorite issues of all time, and and I remember writing it, writing to him on he, the Spider Man. Uh, the Spider Girl, the Spider Man message board. Uh, I wrote uh, my my sister had cerebral palsy, and uh, he wrote an issue with a kid with cerebral palsy, and it was just very very hit very close to home and I remember um, writing to him and he was just so thankful because apparently there was somebody in like that was so upset with one phrase he used in the in the issue that they they he got they, they sent out a bunch of hate mail and yeah so that <laughs> all right so I'm, I'm raising my hand because in college I actually met my 
first uh, cerebral palsy person in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I know I was sheltered, uh, but I never treated them differently to the point that, like, if they said something out of line, I act, you know, I acted right with them to the point that maybe it would have been slightly um, inappropriate. But, you know, we were having fun and we were treating each other like normal people. He, at one point, like, we were talking about Spider-Man. Um, this is This is the story Zach knows of I made somebody cry uh, because they tried to tell me that they knew all about the clone saga but they were only talking about the animated series anyway uh, so my friend with cerebral palsy was actually defending me knowing Spider-Man by by talking about this this issue and if Tom is listening I just want to say uh, Jordan defended that issue wholeheartedly because he felt like he had, for the first time in his life, he had been seen. Yeah. He was like, the only other time I felt seen as just a normal person was when you pushed me across the couch, which probably shouldn't have been a good, good thing. But uh, it was he was inappropriate, and I pushed him <laughs> because that's what eighteen-year-old Kelly did. Uh, and he was just like, no, it's fine, because you treated me like a normal person. Which is true. I would have pushed anybody over that damn couch in the student center if they had talked to me like that. So, didn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. No, I, I, I just I wanted to throw that out there, because that is actually a large part of Spider-Man, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Is... No, I- is that Zach, if I can go back and sure. I'll, I'll answer your question a little bit because I, I had to go on the tangent, but to circle back as far as the time is being crazy, um, working on the Spider-Man message board, I ended up having um, kind of an interesting relationship with some of the creators because um, we would email off the board. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that I would email was actually Joe Casada back in the day. And it was kind of funny because when some of these spider girl things were happening, one of my more distinct memories is I would occasionally um, talk with him in email. I'd be like, man, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like, what do we need to do? And um, he would usually say, well, it's just sales, man. We need to get sales up. We need to do this. We need to do that. And um, I found even today, looking back at some of my old posts, it was like, okay, I talked to Joe and, you know, like, this is kind of what. Yeah, you know, no, after, but I, I don't consider myself okay. a weak leader at all. Yeah, I definitely Jarkor, I give a lot of credit to, but um, no, we could, there no, was one no, thing you, I you remember. Well, yeah. I remember discussing with Kosada about um, there was one campaign that uh, it was a price increase, and if yeah. I'm not mistaken, and I again, it could be, I almost remember, I want to say that I approached him with that in email saying like dude like what if we just increase the cost a little bit like will that help and um yeah that was i guess it was kind of weird because i was a guy in my early 20s having like a one-on-one with the at the time editor-in-chief of marvel comics and yeah it's, it's strange because i don't I mean, as before I, I don't give myself a, a ton of a ton of credit but looking back it is kind of odd like i don't want to i don't think a lot of folks were in that position and, and comic boards allowed me to do that and being involved with 
the boards and getting to know Tom and Ron and the involvement. My cat is crying. Sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> I, my okay, dogs one, I love cats. And, so yes. Love that they put in. The amount of love that they put into the, the not just the book but the fan base. I remember a lot of crazy times, but what I really remember was I remember a lot of good times. I remember a lot of good times. The the board really was a family, in a, in a lot of ways, more so than yeah. I probably had on any other internet platform since. Okay, uh, can you can you show your cat and introduce your cat? Yeah, Cause yeah. Cause the any, cat any, clearly know, has I answers. Would, like. He's a diva. So no, I I'm okay. Leave. I'm here for this. Like, um, well, while Matt, people's, people's pets are like great. Okay, like let's be fair here. That we is are, amazing internet content. We are we are always we are equal opportunity pet people. Yeah, uh, Jeff Jeff's cat was like on his on his back. No, but one of the things that I I, I did I did want to say. Yeah, I was like, that's why this is here. Yeah, but he's upstairs now. I will Hi. say this. Depending hey, how long this goes, it can go. Oh, very well, sweet. he looks like he looks. So I had a childhood cat named Leo, that looked just like him. Oh my god. So, so uh, I wanted to jump back. I wanted to say this about John. It, it felt like Jeff and Matt. You know, they're 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 the they're the you know stoic moderators you know i always always felt like oh you're a moderator so you're you're the you're the important guy and then there's john who's like <laughs> who's, who's like got his half of his face painted like braveheart going to, going to the okay, but also too john had a character no. yeah he did have a in character. that comic he did let's yeah. talk about that how did you yeah. feel about that care how did you feel about like chris like let me show. As, as someone this. who, you know, read that character as a character. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it was he after one of the drops. Yeah. <laughs> my man. Oh, my goodness. I have so many albums of original artwork. Oh, my Tom God. Tom Ron, if you're looking, this is where your artwork went. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, was, I, I put mine on my wall. I've got a few ah. pages. I'm throwing this out I've there. Got, I've got too many, too much art. <laughs> Hurricane. I live in Florida. Hurricanes happen. Got to protect the artwork. Okay. Yeah. When, when the house is on it's fire, the first thing he's running into to get is all the artwork. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's oh fair. That's totally fair. Getting back to Chris Jarker. Okay, you kept calling me John. Just to let everybody else out there know, my full name is John Arthur Kerner. J-A-R-K-O-E-R. Okay. Is an abridgment and all of that. So, gotcha. not even, yeah, yeah, like Jeffers. Uh, but not even to, uh, Tom DeFalco knew how to pronounce the word. He kept on saying Jaco Er. Kerner is a German That's name. The O and the E we get squished do. together to make a U sound, okay? Jar Kerr. Nine. Nine. I'm sorry. Nine. Nine. Stop. <laughs> anyway, Tom told me a week. About no, about a month before the issue came out. Hey, we're gonna do something good for you. Oh, well, no, we're gonna we're gonna give you a surprise. At okay, this time, I, was gonna say, I, was, I don't this, know if that's good. Like, <laughs> at this time, we had seen this character who looked suspiciously like Ron Friends, 
and Maida kept on calling him Chris. Then it happened on this one issue. I remember the cover distinctly. It had Spider Girl ripping open her cost um, her clothes like Superman. Spider costume underneath. American flag in the back. Yeah. Oh my God. That's the issue. <laughs> Um, Thank you. After you tell, after you. You tell your story, uh, I will tell you how I got that poster. I got the original <laughs> artwork for that poster anyway. <laughs> anyway. So the next month, um, boom, Mayday <laughs> announces the full name of this character. His name is Chris Jarker. I'm like, okay. Jarker is probably a really common name up north or something. That's what that's gonna no. be my story. <laughs> my Google search says no, there are no Jarkers in the world. Except no. for me. Sorry. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna play Stony Face. I'll be cool. Not gonna let on this is anything about me. So then all of a sudden Tom had Chris by the way, Chris was a um, editor at Marvel. Uh, that was supporting Sparta Girl, so of course that was a tribute to that unknown editor, and Chris had, had, yeah, Chris had, of course, the looks of broad friends, and his last name was my name, and then all of a sudden, Tom had this character starting to date Mayday. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, okay, I'm just gonna play it cool. Don't, don't, let, don't, let, let, let us get, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. <laughs> And we, we're rolling along, and then Tom says, hey, you know, something uh, rough is going to come up pretty soon for the character. Sorry, man. I'm so I'm sorry. Like, no, no. That's cool. That's cool. I can handle it. The next issue, so, um, Mayday and Chris are having a nice dinner date. I'm thinking, all right, mm -hmm. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then all of a sudden, some supervillain crashes through the window. Chris has a panic attack. He hides underneath the table. It's uh -huh. like, Okay, Tom, we gotta talk. If, if I was there, I started putting myself into the comic. If this was me, I would have grabbed the chair and I would have clobbered the guy. Come on, Tom, help a bro out. Anyway, but, oh, I got blocked by Tom of all people. Oh no! Oh my God! But no, it was cool. <laughs> that cool. that's great. That's awesome. It was cool. It was cool. Hey, I w actually uh, I was gonna ask a question I, I about that. Raw... So thanks for answering that, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just want to point out the issue before was this one. Uh huh. Right? Fun fact: uh, the first letter on the letters. Are page, you about to? Oh my god! You're about to talk about your own damn letters. No, 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 no. No. First letter on the letters page is John. Oh. Okay, but then uh, then the next to last letter was me. So oh, okay. we, we've shared a space before. It was, it was, on, the, uh, it was on the letter space. I, I was like, I knew because I thought because uh, I can't. I kept thinking that, that that my letter was in that issue. Issue seventy three is the issue number for those that want to look it up. If you're not, if you're listening to us on the on the uh, on the uh, audio, on the audio version, yeah, uh, then you'll have to watch the YouTube video because it's it's visual aids are, are you really great. do yeah uh so uh fun fact about my poster which i'm trying to think of the issue that it is and i can't remember it, it is before 91 which is the one um john is talking about where his character chris uh is scary was, cat. yeah 
in, yeah. in fairness, in fairness, uh, you know what? If the Goblin Queen busted through a window with the Venom symbionite, I, all, I too would be a little afraid. Don't know if I would act that way, but in fairness, my mom is a nurse, my dad is a cop. I probably would be that idiot that ran towards danger. So most people are smarter than me. Um, <laughs> but uh, but in any case, the issue at hand, um, I actually had a okay Cupid date from five years ago. Uh, buy me that as my birthday present, even though our dates didn't work out. So for my 24th birthday, I had this sitting at my apartment with a letter from Mayday. Aww. But it was very much written by someone who didn't know the character. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they they at least tried, I guess. That's a pretty like, good it attempt, was, though. It was cute. On. That's why yeah, it was like, I, I, can't, I can't just, like, destroy this. Because that was a lot of money, and it was very cute. So it's actually come with me uh, everywhere that I've moved since 2014. <laughs> so so th this is the issue in question. It was issue uh, 82. Yes. Okay. 82. Uh, 82. Yeah. So uh, that's where there, there's there's Mayday shoving uh, shoving Chris out, out okay. of harm's way. Look, she's trying to be good. Okay. Like, yes. I, I, I never once blamed the character for what I never blamed him for being scared. I did kind of judge him for saying he was a hero <laughs> when he wasn't. Do you have a story about that, John? Do you know about I... that before that got written? Or oh, the face, the, the face palm. Salt on the wound, you know. I'm sorry. That's all good. It's all good. They had they had to make oh. way for other people. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It's, it's all good. I always thought no, that was one of the I, coolest things I think as a reader. Ron, <laughs> I'm grateful. Go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. I think Ron had second thoughts. Yeah, I think Ron had second thoughts about having his doppelganger character date Mayday, and <laughs> that's why that never. <laughs> I was. I believe that's <laughs> the case. Mate, I mean, you uh, know what? Way, he, just, he's apparently like not listening. Of all episodes, he's not listening as we're recording. Yeah, this is so this I'm is very, one of the rare I'm times because I actually bought something. I bought something to show Ron. <gasps> okay, right so, well, let's let's show and it. I'm just waiting for Ron. Let, to let's show, no, let's show it. Let's. I've I've learned if you say his uh, what was it? What's the running joke on the crawl space? If we say his name three times, he might show up. Uh, Batman. The Batman. Yeah, the Bagman. It, it was a a Walgreens exclusive. Yes, which half of pops are Walgreens exclusive. Bane okay, okay. Look, look. You know what wasn't a Walgreens exclusive, and it honestly should have been because she's amazing. God damn it! Come, ah! I'm gonna <laughs> knock everything else down. But hi, here's April. There's yeah, April. Aww. Oh, so, that's awesome. how how I mean, April how has did, a pop but her get in before? Yeah, I know. Mm. Symbiotes. Yeah. Anyway, how does it's that all work? because Matt, you understand this. It's all about the symbiotes. Mm. Symbiote circle. Oh my gosh, that just reminded me that I wrote a really terrible um, 
no, that, that comment. totally culturally inappropriate. In the um, like rap song on the Spider-Man oh. Master's <gasps> Board back in the day, and that's what it was wait, called. Wait, 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 so, do you need... Do you yeah. need music Let's for not that? Bring that up. Should we start? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, uh, should we get some music for that? Should we get a like a, oh, yeah, he, a he, singer he, for it's, that? It's, it's it's lost to the ether. I think oh, is what Matt's man. trying to say. I remember the title, oh, and I'd actually, man. I'd actually completely forgotten about that until Zach said it. So I blame you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it, my bad. I have a tendency to bring up you know uh, unpleasant. Uh, uh, unpleasant things, of, yes. Of, of message board past. Just okay, call me. You know, the, you the know what though? No, no, no. You know what though? Like this is this is the night of uh, the message board. So let's celebrate it, good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. So speaking of that message board, uh, I'll bring it back up again for those that <laughs> maybe haven't. Uh, haven't you know gone through and perused and this was a lot of the graphics were done by, by oh god uh, last hero standing guys yes last it, we, the week wait wait wait, wait. How, how do you feel that. about not only last that. hero standing but also last planet standing yeah what do you guys think of those yeah i i like last hero standing a lot i, I enjoyed I everything that they were yeah. involved in yeah it's so, good to see the whole universe together yeah. All right. Yeah. So one of the main yeah. questions that I actually got from fans was about the uh, kind of how you guys felt about Slot uh -oh. bringing May back in Spider-Verse, how you felt about Spider-Geddon, and how you would feel uh, if someone decided to bring May back. Uh, it, it's a weird, like, believe me, it's, it's a weird question with Tom and Ron. Like, to me, it's a weird question to even ask Tom and Ron, so I feel even weirder asking it to you guys. <laughs> but uh, it might be an interesting topic. So, here you go. Uh, yeah, so we'll just go around the horn. How about we start with Jeff? Yeah. And, uh, just kind of go there and... Okay. I didn't read any of it. I, I skimmed <laughs> through it. I kind of... <laughs> Had an idea what was going on. I could see I didn't like it. Yeah, legit. You know, like the first thing he did is kill Peter Parker. It's like, and that was one of the essence of Spider Girl is she had Peter and Mary Jane as her parents. Oh yeah. So so, like so, two, so you didn't you didn't buy a I mean, giant bottle of wine from the gas station across the street from your apartment complex when you read it like I did. <laughs> no, because I just. <laughs> But this is like one of the things, like one of the reasons that people say, why do you like Spider-Girl so much? Why are you fighting? It's like, well, because I always related to Peter Parker. And I think that was kind of the stand, one of the, the, yeah, the idea of Peter Parker is that so many people would relate to him. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, so it's like, you know, it's Peter Parker, Spider-Man's an old friend and I'm just like looking out for his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. You're like you're like an uncle. You 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 get that right feeling of like, you know, as the older I've gotten, the more I've felt like that. That he's like that. You're like kind of the uncle. And I, oh, I actually I wrote to Stan Lee. Did I ever tell you that? Oh, you haven't told the Stan Lee story yet. I don't, no, let's let's oh, talk about Stan Lee here. Okay, here we go. Okay, no, this part. Let's, and let's talk the about it. Story. Yes. But one of the things I did when the first when the very first graphic novel came out. You know, not the digest, but the full size. I think. Okay. 
One second. One um, second. Uh, you talk. I'm going to grab it. Okay. Okay. So I did like one of those internet search things to find Stanley's address. And I sent that. So I got his address. And I sent that book to Stanley and saying, I know it's kind of silly that I'm sending you this book, but I don't know if you're familiar with Spider Girl, but it's a character I really love and a lot of fans love. And it'd be nice if you could put in a good word for her. And I promise I will not ever let, I will never use your address again and I won't share it with anyone. <laughs> and I got a letter back from him in, on the Spider Man. It was this order. one, right? Just to Let's see. Let me. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that one. That's this one, right? That's the one. That's the one. So I, I sent that book to Stanley. Yeah. And I got a letter back from him, so I got Stanley's autograph out of it. That was great. Aww. And he said, you know, I can't really do anything official, but Stanley, uh, but I, yeah, but that's one of the things I said. You're technically Spider Girl's grandfather, so I think you might want to help. Fair. But so, <laughs> but he said something like. He said, I can't make any, do anything official, but Tom DeFalco is an old friend of mine, so I'm going to see what I can do behind the scenes. So that was, Aww. so I don't know if that, I don't know if that really helped at all, but <gasps> I, I did make Stanley aware of Spider-Girl. I, that, I, I got a, a, a quick aside. Um, I remember when the, our pal Sal interview with Allspace <laughs> happened and you brought, and they brought in Stan. This was like Stan that was not, you know, corporatized Stan, as I like affectionately call him. Oh God, him. no! That was the last time that I at least know of that he was, like, it felt like he was him. <laughs> he was just jovial, and he's like, "How the hell are you?" You know, I'm talking to Tom <laughs> DeFalco over here. You know, because they were, and he roasted Sal. I mean, was roasting. I was one of the. I mean, everybody oh, that listened man. to that episode was just so... rolling. So the the thing oh, is, that is that awesome. like the stories that I I will hear from that first my pal Sal interview are very similar to stories I hear from the last time he was at Dragon Con, and mm. it created this like thing of like legitimately had he uh, stayed alive as long you know had stayed alive a little bit longer. Dragon Con was willing to just like hand him a ticket and like what he needed to just like, be at Dragon Con and just enjoy himself mm -hmm. for his like 99th year or something. Yeah. Just because mm -hmm. they enjoyed him just being there. Like yeah. they had gotten uh, actresses to be Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, a lot of fans of those characters were really mad because the people that won them were legitimately um, not necessarily known for being fans. I'm not going to say that they weren't or were not, because uh, I do know one of them who does actually know the character pretty well. Uh, she just isn't known for that. <laughs> um, but uh, they legitimately were just going to be like, okay, so next, next time he comes, we're just going to let him hang out and we're not going to care. Uh, and, let him, and let him be and let him be Stan and let like, him be Stan yeah yeah because like you, you would yeah. see that like I went to San Diego Comic-Con in, in 2011 and they brought him in on the edge of time panel why because reasons I mean and he, Stan? yeah no like it doesn't matter whatever the, the like, yeah. man had more energy as an 80 
six, 87 year old man yeah. than any reasonable human being should ever have. And it, it, you, you felt that energy even until like the last year and a half. You knew that like anytime you saw him, he was always on. But with, with that Sal interview, it was like he's talking with the boys. It's like it, it's yeah. like that bull like this is how he was in the bullpen type thing. And you know, it's it was kind of it was kind of fun to see. Um I we kind of got way off on a tangent. Hey, no, of, it's look, this okay. is okay, so this is the part of the kind of roundhouse discussion I was talking about is right. that I want us to just be able to talk as fans. So whether we wind up on Stan Lee tangents or we oh. talk about the character and we talk about the storylines, that's okay. Like, I just, I, I want to make sure that we're all clear on this is just us having fun. Absolutely. So uh, we like, were, we're, we're all good. Okay. All right. So I, I, I caught my train of thought. I went and, I went okay. and fished it out. Good, good. Fish it out. John, Jarker. Jar- Jar- I can't. I won't be able to say the name. Oh my God. Uh, you just said it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I said it right. Okay. Cool. Oh I, I I thought I butchered it. Okay. Anyway, what 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 did you see the uh, the, the slot Spider Verse stuff? <gasps> what were your thoughts? You don't have to talk about it if it's too painful. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. Um, I actually saw a little bit of it. I'm really. I did not really read all the issues. I did check up on the internet, seeing you know this is my favorite character, and um, this is something that uh, this is something that frustrates me when some other people talk about you know developing the pro- intellectual property of Spider Girl, taking it as an, an intellectual property as a concept. This, to me, this is Spider Girl is not a concept. She is a character. She is a living, breathing I character. Think, I she think has Jeff, a personality. Jeffers has been an Instagram uh, friend of mine mm. long enough to know yeah. exactly where I feel on this. Yeah, yeah, and you just—it <laughs> is just very alien to me to yeah. see another character, you know, another writer take this character and just make this character serve his story. This is a protagonist, the hero of her own story, <laughs> and. You are making her just to be a little uh, puppet and to tell your story about mass uh, spider side throughout the universe. Again, it's like, oh okay, my goodness. Again, 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 again. I just uh, have to state that at least so, at least me, a fan that came uh, from, I started the series almost right at the beginning. I was eight years old until I was 20 years old. So like literally the series ended just before I turned 21. That when Slot... Uh, did Spider-Verse. I had just finished college, just moved up here. I got that issue with what happened, and I distinctly remember walking across the street to the gas station, uh, which was also a bottle shop, and finding the finest bottle of rosé, because I am a millennial, and uh, downing that pit in a playground. So... I know her father Hi. was so important to the character, you know, and they killed the father. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, the, yeah. The, the issue is, is that they killed the. The issue is, is they killed him in a lightning quick way that did not make sense yeah. to the world or to the character, or that gave respect towards any of that. 
Well, and then and then years later they they came out and did you know the follow up the other the other speaking of that that's one of the major things when um i was asking for questions for you guys uh was how did you feel about peter of 982 being quote unquote the other and what you would like to see after that which i i don't think you guys really ever thought about that because i know for a fact that the own creators didn't they're like Um, that's what happened wait why Hi, so I hadn't told him that. I feel very freaking uh, awkward. I'm sorry. I almost had to be <laughs> censored. I'm sorry, guys. Um. Anyway. Go ahead. Jeff, yeah. Jeff. Y'all, y'all go. Sorry, guys. Censor me. Okay. I stopped. I stopped reading Spider-Man when Straczynski wrote the story where uh, Gwen Stacy seduced Norman Osborn, and that was. <laughs> that was the end of me reading Spider-Man. Since past, I, I plan to come back. It's, I, I plan to come back once he was off the book. But then, when he was off the book, they started. That was that was one more day. That was the end of the marriage. I was like, I, and I just, you know what? They don't want me as a reader anymore, so I'm not going to read anymore. And it actually goes to Tom. I remember Tom telling me this at a convention. He said you should like what you read and read what you like. And then I think I don't like this anymore. And it hurts me that I don't like Spider-Man anymore, that the comic books, but yeah, I will, I will, so I haven't I read Spider-Man this. since then. I will say this, Jeff, um, the Nick, the, the current Nick Spencer run, I feel is sort of the apology for the last 10 years of Spider-Man. Um, I did read, I did read his giant, first issue. There's a giant like fan, it. sorry, there's a giant fan thing about not liking it right now. I know, which I I, I don't understand, oh. but but it it, it 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 they started with volume five. It, it's been a very very solid run. It's tried to address a lot of the issues, and, and there's a lot of some of the plot threads of like one more day. It looks like, but they're finally going to tackle instead of ignoring it, like they did for ten years. So we'll see. We'll we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. But but Venom, aka Matt, what did you think of the uh, yeah. stuff? What was your what was your thoughts about it? What was your feelings? Well, I can sum it up pretty quickly in that I remember less of it than I remember. I guess I could say I've forgotten more of it than I remember because for yeah. me, Spider Girl was always Tom and Ron and Pat. And while I'm happy to see the character continue in one way or another, if they weren't involved, I kind of wasn't either. I don't think I ever fully read it. I think I skimmed through um, like the news of it, of what was going on. Yeah, I kind of stay true to my word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I told, uh, I said many times on the Spider Girl board, and even to uh, some of the creators. <laughs> Uh, in, in private that when that book ended I was pretty much done with Marvel and for the most part I pretty much stayed true to that I think I hung on to Spidey for a little while um, but I was gone long before that and like I said Tom and Ron and or, and or Pat there's some of the originals aren't involved you know headcanon it doesn't count to me it didn't happen mm. yeah I, no, I, look, I there's there's a lot of people that I, I I remember seeing on the message board saying that look, for for them, Spider Girl was the continuation of the six one six that the six one six ended with volume one mm-hmm. of Amazing Spider Man, 
and that yeah. Spider Girl basically was the continuation of it. And then, of course, when that was taken away from, and, and you guys kind of mentioned it, and Matt, you said it too. Uh, can we? Uh, I, I kind of exactly. did this in our yeah. in our episode zero, but I people always kind of gave Joe Casada a lot of grief. Please, please let's let's actually talk about that because because that's... to me he was a, such a champion, and I, I know you guys, you know, especially Matt, yeah. what you were saying with your interactions with them. So, could you, if you could, shed some light on that too? Yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm well, gonna full screen I mean, so I'm, you get the. I probably gave him. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> no, you're, you're fine, Matt. You're good. Yeah. You look awesome. I, uh, I probably gave him a decent amount of grief myself, to be completely honest with you. Um, but Tom was one that he often said, look, if you don't think he's a fan, you don't know what he does behind the scenes. And Casada did, um, I think he did champion the book because and maybe I didn't feel this way hindsight uh, 2020. Looking back at it now, I have to say that uh, I don't think the book would have been saved as often as it was if he wasn't at least impressed by before by the fans. And uh, whether he was a fan of the book or not, frankly, he never had to save that book. That It could have been cancelled the first time over with. So, you know, people do give him a lot of grief. I'm personally not like the biggest Casada fan, but he was always nice to me. Um, the fact that he even took the time to respond to emails from a random fan who yeah. at the time lived there. Um, I, I think that was a lot about his character. So, yeah, I'll I'll step yeah. into the Defend Joe Casado uh, line. I, I think yeah. book didn't need to continue. And he can John? In a lot of ways. I, well, yes. Yeah, yeah uh, what, 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 well, I'll let John jump in and then Jeff as soon as John's ready or done then you can there jump you in. What's the question? Uh, <laughs> Joe Casada. Yes. Uh, you know, what was your what was your feelings with him? We we kind of talked about I talked about this in the episode 0, but he was such a champion of the book. Yes. You know, did you did you feel that when when you guys were especially with the Safe Spider-Girl campaign and stuff? You know, I did not know what was going on in the background. I did not know personally, you know, Joe Casada's feelings towards the book. I was told that he was a fan, but then on the other side, as a fan, I was seeing all this stuff that was happening, and I have to apologize to both Matt and Jeffers and everybody who knew the real truth of the matter. But towards the end, I actually tried to start a campaign to get Joe Casada fired. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't remember you're that. The reason, so you're the reason when I post a Spider-Girl photo on Instagram, I get at least two or three people that tell me how uh, Joe Casada needs to die. Yeah. yeah. It's not it's not necessarily his fault, let's be clear. No, it's yeah. not his fault. He just he started it. That's yeah. yeah. All right. I started a letter writing campaign to every executive at Marvel, every stockholder. Joe Quesada is the devil. Oh, <laughs> he no. Okay, okay, saying the devil literally means you are no, definitely, you are definitely, no, if you said that at any point in time, you were definitely the reason those people that tell me how Joe Quesada needs to die and that quote-unquote Marvel needs to have its own Ragnarok. 
Yeah, that, 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 that's something, Zach, that's Zach something that happens. Zach uh, that yeah. happens to my cosplays. No. And quite, rightly, quite rightly, in the past, both Jeffers and um, Penham have had to rein in my enthusiasm somewhat. <laughs> there have been occasions. I'll, I'll have to put that out. And for which I thank them for that. Because <laughs> no, I could have been very exuberant. Hey, listen, at least you didn't, <laughs> you didn't <laughs> use the phrase. We Joe got rained in a couple times, too. You, you I use the I, I use yeah. the phrase Joe Fisto in an interview with Stephen Wacker. <laughs> what? On the crawl space, yeah, because I, I was taught I was asking about you know okay. Zach. No, but I was talking about like what the message board the, like the names, and I distinctly remember listening to the the, the playback, and, and, and Steve just kind of chuckled at Joe Fisto, like because <laughs> I remember that was like a rallying cry, especially on the Spider-Man oh, message board. And it was like, oh, yeah, but like, no, trust me. That's one of the, like, when I talk about things that I cringe about when I listen to like old episodes that I've, I've done, because I've been podcasting since 2006, you're going, oh, oh, no, why? Why did you do that, you 19-year-old fool? Um, so, yeah, no, uh, but like I say, I, you know, I I had, we did, I did a whole bit on, on our old Mayday show that we used to have here on the network, and and it, it was very di- like that was a very difficult as a as a regular reader, and we kind of were like, do we do we cover it? Do we not? And and that was there was a, there was a very big struggle. Well, even if you even if honestly, to me personally, I don't feel like you guys covered it completely as a fan, no. just because it was it was too raw, it was too soon. Hopefully, with Make My Mayday, we can cover it. Appropriately, I, even though it, I, I will admit, even now it is hard. Um, there, just because there, there, it, it is, it's not right, and it's even funny because even in Spider Geddon, if you guys do not read Spider Geddon, um, it ends with nine eighty two Peter's hand coming out, Buffy style, uh, out of his grave. Like this is the first time the other, he's come out of the grave. And it's, it's very awkward because it's kind of like on one hand you're like oh okay that was the wrong episode of Buffy I was going for and then on on the second hand um it was allegedly supposed to be did he get his leg back because otherwise how did he actually climb himself out of his grave I'm very lost there there was so So there was questions it's it's very awkward yeah because like historically the other you know, you got to, you know, re- your body was reborn. And so it was one of those things that it felt very, very tacked on to the end of that event. It literally was like a, like a single panel where it said 982. And then you see, you know, here lies Peter Parker. And okay. then the fist coming in, out. Of the in fairness. Okay. So in fairness, what I give it is that uh, just before this all happens in the end of Spider Girls. Yeah. Annie admits to, oh, hey, my mom actually had a miscarriage before me, and she had named the baby Annie, or she named the baby May, um, and you essentially are my sister, and I love you, and of course, May, who has literally gone through freaking hell the last few years, is crying and going, okay, yeah, sure, this works, I'm, I'm down for this. Uh, anything that's not crazy, yay. And uh, so, you know, they cry, they hug it out. 
and they do their Spider-Verse stuff, and then the other happens. But the thing is, is if you realize that, oh, hey, Annie, as in quote-unquote anime, because that's her name, thanks a lot, uh, Annie. Annie is the dream weaver, which means she weaves the worlds together. So yeah, you're giving you're giving a 16 year old the ability to to weave a world. Why wouldn't she weave her other world sister, her dad back? It's just so really awkward. And the way, unfortunately, the way like basically this was there was a lot of the way it ends though is is essentially it's oh. Annie Mae is giving May her dad back because Annie Mae controls the world. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, and it's very awkward. Like an episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh, if Canal uh, wants my mask, I can go grab it real fast. It's yeah, it's, uh, it's next to me. Yeah, yeah. Show us, show us the Spider Girl right. mask. It's you guys right. talk. I'll go grab it. Yeah, I'll be she's, right back. Okay. she's got she's got legendary cosplay, so I'll I'll kind yeah. of I'll kind of take the lead here for a second. So, you guys, when Spider Girl ended, I, I kind of getting the consensus here that you guys kind of dropped comics altogether, and is that is that the case? Are you are you watching dropped, the films? I I dropped Marvel comics mostly. I started when they started printing Spider. Sorry, Star Wars comics again. I got interested. I, I read those, but mm-hmm. no, I haven't really read a Marvel comics since since Spider Girl ended. Yeah, I I was pretty depressed when it ended. You, you, me, and especially the way it ended. It was yeah. one of those things. They 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 announced this new ongoing, and then it when it comes right. to publication, and then they suddenly it. Everybody yeah, the, the, like it's one of four, and you're like, wait, what? This was not, you know, and then and then like they they kind of were really kind of devious that they changed the solicitations, and you had to go to Google Cache to look at the original solicitation. Yeah. It was like, really? Come on, guys. I don't think I, even, I don't think I even looked at them. No. I don't think I even saw them. Yeah. No, so that, I, that's her. I mean, I still read comics now, but Marvel not so much. I mean, I kind of. Um, just recently caught up on the new Venom series yeah. because they finally gave it back to Eddie and that made me happy but yeah. and I enjoy it but um, god I haven't read a Spider-Man comic in forever I'm rereading they've been releasing the like the omnibus books of um, the Clone Saga and it's so flipping long that it's four omnibus books <laughs> and I'm uh, the, the trades yeah. there's 12 I have I'm re- I'm reading through that again, and, and uh, so yeah, I'm reading comics. I'm just reading old comics. Oh yeah, no, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, no. When they I, when I saw, well, I mean, after. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, when uh, when I discovered the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, oh, which we talked about before we went on the air. Um, yeah, I went back and reread the first like 20 issues of the Stan and Stan and uh, Steve stuff. Awesome. And it was, you know, kind of amazing how they updated that and stayed true to the the very the original stories. Uh, all right, Jarker. Uh, well, everybody wants to talk about the mask, <laughs> so I'll make mine quick. <laughs> I think uh, 
Uh, okay. I don't know how long this is going to last because okay. there is a giant plastic face in between me and my microphone right now. So. Oh, that is so awesome. Thank you. Awesome job. Anyway, okay. um, that was anyway, great. Like, I did my mm -hmm. best to make this as accurate as possible. It looks a lot oh, it looks like great. The, I, I love the big eyes. I love the big yeah. eyes. Yeah, that is awesome. Good job. Okay, quick story. Anyway, All right. Quick story. Okay, anyway, after, after Spider Girl, after Spider Girl, I read some DC titles. I was a big fan of uh, Batgirl, Birds of Prey for a little while, and um, that kind of came to a sudden stop. Um, a couple of years ago, we had this hurricane called Hurricane Michael come through <laughs> Panama City. It was like about a hurricane, uh, no, Category Five, and it kind of destroyed my local comic book store. So they rebuilt it, but I said, nah, <laughs> I'm calling it quits. I'm just reading it in the hopes that they'll bring back Spider-Girl at some point. Plus the stuff that I'm reading right now, it's it's just, it just seems to be, it doesn't, it's not as well-crafted story-wise, character-driven. It seemed like they were just inserting ideas and messages randomly, and it just could not appeal to me. What? Okay. What one, drives one, me nuts about my brain. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. But um, is they seem to have lost the art of how to tell stories with artwork. It's just like one of the com one of the Star Wars comics I mentioned, reading through, and all of a sudden I'm like, think, and they start talking about something. Hey, and then this happened. I'm like, when did that happen? And I go back and back and like. I find that three pages before, way in the background, a small tiny thing turned out to be a significant story plot, story point. It's like, how is anyone going to notice that? Because there's, you, you know, know what? It's I not highlighted in any way. And this is I've come across this a number of times. It's just like that. There's the the whole idea of sequential art is the sequential part seems to be going bye-bye. I will tell you this. I, I believe that there's there's a disconnect between how they draw on a page versus how they're drawing for a screen. Because you okay. got so many people okay. you got so many people that are reading that makes comics sense now, to me. That are reading comics now on a that screen. That makes sense to me. And they've got that guided view. And it's kind of awkward when you read like comics like, like Spider-Girl sometimes because it'll the, the UI will be like, oh, that's kind of weird. Even though like towards later on, Spider-Girl became the first digital comic. You know, that was a digital first comic before it got printed off in, in the anthology books. So... I mean, I, I have an argument about that. Uh, am I too muffled? So it's because that. we can hear you. Okay, uh, I would argue the digital comic part legitimately happened because of the Disney merger. But yeah. honestly, no. Let's be fair here. I am I muffled this heck. Uh, but like it legitimately happened due to the Disney merger, and due to the fact that there were fans that were loud and were bolsperous and Disney saw that during the merger and was like, hey, you at least have to do something. 
versus nothing. Because that yeah. is the Disney way, is you at least sort of answer your fans and then do whatever the heck you want to do. And that's kind of the first inclination that, oh, hey, Disney has a lot to do with Marvel want to do. Then we thought came actually from the Disney, the Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. And Spectacular Spider-Girl, because that was the only series that was digital only for, what, six months? Before they realized that didn't work? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, what, what you got something to say? Well, I was just going to say, I could, um, this book is comics changing. I could go on a long rant, and I have many times in the last 10 years. Go, uh, do it! Discuss we are this. here for rants. I'll do the brief, we'll do the cliff notes, but I think for me personally, the change in what I guess I would call modern comics and what I would consider classic comics happened probably in the early 2000s where it became very cinematic and not comic book-like. Yeah, um, agreed. And I think that story structure and the way that the comics were laid out became very, like I said, for lack of a better term, cinematic. And it was like reading a television episode or reading a movie. And that's all well and good, but what the fault that I find with that is that comics are a medium unto themselves. There's nothing really like that. And in doing that, you kind of take away what can make a comic unique from a television show, from a movie. And one of the things I loved about Spider-Girl so much was that while this was happening, Tom and Ron and co were continuing the uh, Mary Marvel manner of classic comic Mm -hmm. storytelling. And that was what I grew up with. That was what I loved. And yeah. when that went away, I just, I don't know. Like, I didn't have a lot of interest in the cinematic storytelling. If I want to watch cinematic storytelling, I'm a huge movie buff. Uh, I got a 70-inch 4K TV, 4K player. I've got probably 80 4K movies. I am a yeah. media nut. I love movies. I love um, series. But that's how I want to digest those things. I've got the Spider-Man movies when I want to be cinematic. I, um, When I'm reading the comic, I want it to be a comic. One thing I lament the loss of, and even a lot of comic book creators would disagree with me on this, I love thought balloons, man. You don't have those anymore. You, you get them in captions a little bit, but yeah. I always felt like that allowed me to get into the head of the character in a way that a caption never would. And it actually changed the way that I read some of those characters because Spider-Man, for example, would crack wise and quip and do all of these things in spikes. But you knew that in his head, he was only doing that as like overcompensating because he was so nervous or scared or he didn't feel like he could do it. And when you take that perspective away, and I find this to be a lot of, and when I say modern, I mean literally the last 20 years of Spider-Man comics, when he's quipping and cracking wiser, he just comes off as kind of a jerk, you know? Like, um, mm-hmm. you don't get that subtext anymore. And like yeah. Jeffers had mentioned, visually, it's very easy to miss points now because something might make 
but unless you flip back and catch it with your eyes, you may just completely miss it. And in an older style book, that just wouldn't happen. And I really lament the loss of that classic comic book storytelling. And when it comes to yeah. me and Spider-Girl and why I love Spider-Girl so much, it was that it continued that tradition. And I guess, I wanna, you know, if any reason I why I don't read modern comics, that's why. So, tangible, but... <laughs> no, uh, Jeff, your your thoughts, and then I'll jump over yeah, to John. I want to pick up on that because I always thought that the best two eras of Spider-Man were the 60s and the 80s. And Spider-Girl, to me, was the perfect combination of 60s and 80s Spider-Man. And Spider-Girl was a comic book. It was an honest-to-God comic book. It wasn't trying to be anything else. And I think one of the things that probably worked against it is that Spider-Girl was a mass-market comic book as the comics industry became more of a direct market industry. Because I, I, you know, I, if the spinner racks were still there, Spider-Girl would have been huge. Yeah. No, agree. I, I agree. Uh, I mean, but I agree to a certain extent as a kid that was picking up those comics in the fact that, like, when I was trying to share it with friends that would have probably picked it up if it had been a spinner rack, they really weren't interested. Okay. They didn't really care. Now, of course, I can also remember, at least, like, I was at the beach with, like, my friend Brooke or my friend Alex, and I'm trying to show them the character. And I'm focused on, like, yeah, Peter doesn't have a leg. You know, like, my grandfather doesn't have a leg. Or this or that. Things that probably were more to the comic than should have been. But it's, it was very hard as a child to explain that to a friend. And I feel like that would have been hard to explain on a spinner rack, if that makes sense. There was a lot of levels towards Spider-Girl after the first issue, like after 105, after issue zero, that took a lot of explanation and storytelling because there were so many well, layers to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very old school. And that looks yeah. maybe, you know, like maybe a bit of a detriment as far as um, getting new readers. But I think Could at be. the same time, I mean, that's what people loved about it. Oh, yeah. no, ex exactly. Like, there was no, there was no, like, oh, I guess you don't understand it. I was like, how do you not understand it? Look. He has no leg. Like, I distinctly remember that being, like, maybe 11. Because it yeah. was, like, right after they had done the Target, where they had, like, pressed about three or four issues into one magazine for just Target. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I bought... I wound up convincing my mom to get me both issues. I went to a friend's, like, beach vacation with them. And I distinctly remember going... Wait, what do you mean you don't understand? Like, he, he just has no leg. Look, he has no leg. You see how he has no leg? He has no leg. <laughs> and I was like, like, even now, it, like, it'll sometimes hit me at 30. And I'm like, you legitimately were 13 years old? Like, caravanning how uh, Spider-Girl was awesome because Pete had no leg. 
Hey. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it's fine. I, you know, <laughs> I've already, I've already mentioned about how I used Joe Fisto with with Stephen Wacker. Yeah. John, so I'm sorry, guys. Like that's just no, no. It's fine. Welcome, um, welcome to like teenage Kelly life. Like it's pen, it's pen twelve, but like ten times but worse. The thing is, and, and John, you can kind of, you can kind of dovetail maybe off this too. This, she was the type of person you guys were trying to attract. You were trying to get the book in the hands of. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We didn't have to yeah. because I wound up with it way too yeah, damn young. I was just, I was the baby that you guys uh, were not aware of, even mm. though I was very, I was trying my best to be as loud as you guys. I just didn't oh. know any better. Well, and, and, <laughs> and um. again, go ahead, John. I was going to yeah. pull up the media blitz uh, aspect. Yes. Too. Yes. Please do. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, at the time, um, you know, a lot of comic books uh, seemed to be generated towards the aging fan base, not necessarily the next generation. And right. I remember talking to um, parents at the time, you know, in the early 2000s, said, hey, get Spider-Girl a try. It's, uh, it's a great book. And they would always come back. Is this book appropriate for my child? <laughs> and, you know, I would have to convince them, hey, look, you know, <laughs> just uh, read it for yourself. Um, judge it for yourself before you give it to your child and it it just makes me wonder um if to go off on another tangent what is the future of comic books because it seems it seems like you know it's being produced for a small market for an age mm -hmm. market that's aging and we have the children who back then and oh my god i love you cal <laughs> um as a kid you're you're a kid you you were the people we were looking for you know but you know the kids now um oh my goodness they, there are so many other options out there you know we've, yeah we've okay. got, but at, at the same time just, i will i will put it this way there are kids like as zach's pulling yeah. the digest up uh i've yeah. i've met a ton of cosplayers who legitimately are like yeah i actually remember the digest from Oh, this plastic yeah. book bear. I honestly, I thought I dreamed Mayday up. I didn't think she was real. <laughs> uh, and the died. Uh, I, you know, like I like, oh, yeah. and now there's a lot of kids that are used to finding the digest, finding these graphic novels in secondhand stores, and they think that she's all theirs. Yeah, for, no, better, I, for better or for worse, because I will well, be honest. Unfortunately, some of the role play accounts have somehow snuck their way into uh, into some wiki pages, and I'm not okay with that. But uh, yeah. you know, it's it's awkward. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing where you know me me and Zach have discussed this because we have five year olds in our lives that are right. obsessed with Spider Girl in their own way, thanks to us. But the internet is also very active w when it comes to Mayday Absolutely. in a very weird way. But I, I was going to point out, you asked that question. I feel like that things like this, 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 these collections, and yes, the digests were a huge part of keeping Spider-Girl alive. But digests were huge. Uh, you know, and the, and the, the whole yeah, story of, of getting Scholastic to, to, to jump on board. I kind of also throw throw that to Joe Casada, but now 
there's a whole generation of people that are picking up these complete collections. There's two that have been produced. There would have been a third, but thank you, thank you, COVID nineteen. Uh, for okay, okay, in fairness, uh, still has a release date of March 2021. So let's so knocking on wood. Pretend we that still exists. Yeah, that we're crossing our fingers and our toes that we'll find out in December mm -hmm. when the solicitations yeah. do come out. But at least the two first two volumes are out. That it's covered 30, 32 issues of Spider Girl. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, almost thirty four issues of Spider Girl because they have like the 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 what if and the every and the annual as well. So I know that, and I kind of feel like these are sort of part of your you guys' legacy with Save Spider Girl. I don't think these would have ever existed had no. you guys not pushed so hard and done so much to the, for this character. And I, we got ninety one people watching right now, which is awesome. oh my god. Um, Thank you guys! Holy yeah. crap! So we, you know, it. I, it is I, all. It is all thanks to you guys, by the way. It, it really is. Hundred percent. So hopefully, people that are that are watching right now go back to the beginning of this live stream and, and yeah. watch the whole thing and hear hear about these guys' story because these guys are the reason that Spider Girl lasted more than sixty it's, issues to hundred issues. Y'all saved. I mean, seriously, you saved Spider Girl. You basically are the reason why she lost it from the time I was eight to the time I was twenty. So and that's I will insane. Tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry to make you feel old for that, but that was my like. That's the majority of my teenage life. So yeah, thank you. Absolutely. So I, I was going to kind of let everybody get one last word in. Because we've been going for an hour and forty-five minutes, which I think has been an awesome discussion. Yes, and you, you guys are welcome to come back anytime. Of course, and also to um to the ninety-one people watching. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, please leave some questions down for these guys. Uh, I know you guys want to ask them nothing. something. So, oh my god! Like, come come ask some questions as we are wrapping this up. So yeah, is, is there, I, I is there like, anything you guys want to ask us? Too, yeah. Actually, I do have a Ron friends uh, story. I would like to share. That yes. I want to give to all of you. Okay. Um, I was at a comic book convention with, uh, you know, Ron and uh, the whole gang. I did not drive my car there. I had to take Greyhound up there. So I'm Same. there without a vehicle. I was there. And, Oh yeah, that's right. I remember you. Anyway, and um, Tom and Ron and Sal all took me, and I think Jeffers was there too, to dinner. Oh my god! And and of course, some um, I double dipped on the chips, and Tom called me out on it. But anyway, <laughs> I had no way to get home except for a taxi. And Ron said, "Hey, don't worry about it." And so I jumped into god. Ron's. Uh, SUV. By the way, Ron is a big fan of '80s music. All right. <laughs> and okay, um, my, my guy, like my yeah. man. Uh, my my, my we're driving, dad is an '80s uh, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're we're driving home. It's dark, and you know, like two bros, we just start talking. And I know he's an artist. I said, "Hey, Ron, just between you and me, man, could you draw me a page? I don't care. It could be on any topic whatsoever." And he said, "Sure, man. I'll, I'll I'll draw you a page." 
and you know, just pay my guy, you know, some money, send it to you. And so after I got back home, several weeks later, some backstory on this before I show this to you. Mm -hmm. I was in the military, Naval Reserve, and a uh, shout out to my uh, former commanding officer, Vincent Costantini. He asked all of us to design a logo for the unit. I already it know is, the... It is military tradition to steal the intellectual property of Disney and use it in your military that's logo. Fair. That's, okay, so that's I, fair, yeah. I used it. I used a, a duck from Darkwing Duck. I think it was like glitch. Or okay, something like that. all right, all right, good. All right. Here it is. Not Marvel. Here's all right, the This is Where? what Ron Friend sent me. Wow. This is, my hero. Right. This is what he wrote this down here. Right. Can you read that? I uh, cannot. Please read it. Yeah. John, in the minefield of life, loyalty is an amazingly beautiful thing. Thanks, Ron Friends. Aww. I give this to all of you fans out there. Oh, yeah. This, Let me tell you. Sharing this. That's awesome. Sharing this. That, that is so epically awesome. Say, how it do you really follow is. that? Yeah. Uh, like, like uh, you, he just did a mic your drop. Life, that's how you follow it. That's all right. <laughs> we'll jump to you, and then we'll have, we'll, uh, since I mean, we started with Jeff, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go to Jeff for final thoughts. 137 people. Wow. Whoa, oh my crap. god, what the heck? Uh yeah. I mean, I Sorry, that was a very for, uh that um, was a very off air uh raise in my voice. I apologize, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> Please, Matt. Sorry. Uh, I wanted to thank you guys. I mean, I guess for the recognition, it's a recognition that I don't necessarily give myself. Um, I feel like I was a part of a very, very large group of people who uh, allowed this to happen um, and helped it happen. I'm thankful for you, including me. And uh, I mean, really, when it comes down to it, it just was we were fighting for something that we loved. And, you know, it, it was it was a different it was a little bit different in that, uh, you know, a lot of fans, especially and, it's, where you complain and complain, but there's going, not a lot Matt, of you're action. Good. Our buddy Vinkman just just broke. Well, and we, yeah, uh, I'm I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're no. good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the difference with the Spider Girl group is that it wasn't just words. There was action behind it, and without the help of everybody yeah. involved, the many, many, many people, um, it wouldn't have happened. So I greatly appreciate you including in that group. Are well, you kidding? Like, I'll be honest, uh, even right now in the current Reddit group and the current, uh, as we were joking about the meme group off Reddit, the hashtags on Twitter and Instagram and anything else, like the one thing that is so key about the fandom now is exactly what you said, what was going on then. And I think it has everything to do with the example you guys set, which is you follow by example. There is nothing on those hashtags that is wishy-washy or just for show. Everything that is on there is leading by example. When it comes to a photo from me or a photo from a girl in Italy 
or Spain or Canada. These cosplayers are there to set the example that the character set. The Reddit pages are there to discuss the stories that were made in the comics and how they were intentionally done. There is no really room for discussion or room for debate. Everyone's pretty clear on what, what it meant and what it means. It, it's all just about how you live your life with that story and with that moral. And it's something that is very uh, rare, I think, in today's comics, but was very precedented and normal when we read it. And it's, interest, it's interesting to see the newer fans come into it and go, hey, I can live my life through these stories. Was there anyone else? And then they kind of start to find y'all's message boards or they start to find the new Reddit and try to connect through that. And I don't know. It's, it's to me, it's always interesting to see how like you guys kind of feel like y'all weren't necessarily a part of something super big, but then I guess me kind of in the middle or me being that weirdo that's still here. <laughs> um, I'm seeing a lot of young people leading by y'all's example. And it's, and it's fun to see, I guess. So it's, absolutely. And I'll, you guys I'll are say, awesome. I'll say this and Jeff, I'll, I'll let you have the final word. They, what she said, what she's saying is, is you guys were the foundation of this fandom yes. and, and, and you, you guys yeah. definitely, um, should stand tall and be proud of everything you guys accomplished with the Save Spider Girl campaign. And you guys are, uh, and Jeff, I, I'll, I'll let you have any final thoughts and then we'll kind of wrap the show up if, if that's okay with everybody because we've been going yeah. almost two hours. We have. We'll oh go my God. Mm -hmm. Jeff? Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Kelly because when I started seeing your Instagram posts, I don't know, maybe about a year or so ago. And oh my God, someone's still dressing up as Spider Girl and she looks really good. And I was happy to see that. I was happy to see that Spider Girl was living on because I love this character. She should be living on. She should be much better known than she is, etc., etc. Oh my God. So, no, I mean, honestly. So, no, I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. Okay, you're thanking us for being there at the beginning. I'm thanking you for being here now. Because you okay. like in, in fairness, I was yeah. here in the beginning. I was just a wee baby bab. But no, okay. gentlemen, but you are. As I said right. before, yeah. are I you kidding me? anywhere near as good as the costume as you would. So. Um, Thank you. But I, think <laughs> I, I knew. At the time, I felt we were part of something. It felt special. It felt exciting. And there was, you know, it wasn't just the three of us. There was more, a lot more. Absolutely. Working together. And it, it just, you know, we just kept going. It's like, okay, now what do we do? Now what do we do? Let's let's uh, let's print up our own flyers and send the comic book shops because Lord knows Marvel won't do it. Uh, let's try to get articles hey, placed I in newspapers. I remember that Lord knows post because that's it. the Hey, that post, 
of like, hey, let's print out our own flyers is the reason why I drew my own flyers in the back of a beeper well, shop. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So yeah, it became like it became like the annual blood drive. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it did. And I, I convinced and Comics Castle the last year that they were open to at least put my crudely drawn flyers in their in their window for at least a week. <laughs> Listen. I was a, never, I would think it was twelve. You you never know who you could have impacted. And I'm going it, to I'm in in the sorry in the guys, post- I just I have to I do have to say that because like we've made this joke. I think I've made this joke on Crawl Space. I've made this joke here for a little bit that like yeah. I, I drew these things in the back of a beeper shop. In the yeah, early two thousands. There you go. <laughs> so I guys, I'm going to post uh, screenshots and stuff of everything. I'm uh, of like the Save Spider Girl. Yeah, and, and, and we and we haven't finished everybody's discussion, by the way. So. Yes. Oh, who did I miss? Oh, you, of course. Everybody. Uh, well, We've yeah. only talked to Jeffers. We haven't talked to Joker or Matt slash Venom. Okay, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys kind of. Let's go. Let you guys okay. kind of wrap it up, and then we'll and then we'll kind of we'll kind of come on out of here and, and uh, go yes. from there. Start with uh, with John, and and then and then do Matt, and we'll go from there. Yep. I'm speechless. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, I am so speechless. This is incredible. I'd like to echo what Jeffers said. I mean, uh, yeah, we kept her alive in the past, but you know, she is alive right now because of you people, because of what we're doing, what everybody is doing. And maybe she'll live once again in publication. Some, we're hopefully under more respectful hands, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. And, yeah. Look, twenty twenty has taught us that we never say never on anything. So also, it really also good. never say never, and also uh, never ex- expect the Spanish Inquisition. So ah, Monty Python. Uh, you know, never think. Good, good and bad things can happen in 2020. Absolutely. So, never say never. Well, you'll you'll never achieve, achieve the incredible unless you dare the impossible. Uh, that's that's Always. very well put. <laughs> yeah. Matt. <laughs> well, I mean, again, you know, thank you guys. Um, to reiterate what they said, no, I mean, it it was a special time, and especially looking back and remembering all those things. It's, uh, it's cool to go back and remember being a, a part of something. And Spider Girl is a book that, in my opinion, it, it is old school, as I said it was previously. It's still, you know, there's still a lot of life to that character. And I still, to this day, am waiting for my Spider Girl animated series with Batman Beyond, as enduring as it is. Why can we not oh my get Spider Girl animated series? <laughs> there so, you go. There you I, go. I don't know I, who's I watching wish. this. Oh, man, it's been this long. Give me that, please. Who would you want to voice uh, Spider-Girl? Who would you want to voice May? Well, you. Me? Oh. With my, my oh. giant <laughs> southern accent. All right. Thanks. Uh, hey, Thank you. Put a little queens on it. You'll be fine. There you go. There you go. Well, guys, we, we're going to have to do this again. 
Absolutely. Yes. I, I oh think my god. We have to um, do this again. I, yes. Uh, yep, my giant plan for the the series is to have at least a monthly or bi-monthly discussion with fans. So I definitely invite you guys back on. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts about certain issues and certain storylines of the series. That would be great. That'd be fun. You guys are amazing. I love you guys. I I'm nothing. so excited that I got to talk to you and meet you. And oh my God. This was this was, this <laughs> was kind of a- Hey, you want to know what? This is the first time I ever actually talked with Matt after 20 years. So I'm glad that yeah. I got to- Interact with Matt. Well, uh, you yeah. got you guys, nice? you know, just just talked, you know, via text all this time. So we are bringing people together. To here on the are. Hey, that was the entire point of my fan panel discussion I had brought to you about Mang Bang Mayday was let's get the fans together, let's talk, and let's have fun and be a family because we are a family. So, so hell yeah. With I think with that, Kelly, let's just kind of hype up what we got going on. We got Spidey.com. Be sure to go to, go yeah. there. Go, you you, you want to hear? You want to hear about some Spencer stories? Uh, me and some other members that are into the new comics. Uh, I know for a fact that me and Paul, uh, he has not agreed to it, but I'm pretty sure we can get him to stronghold into us wearing unicorn onesies and fight about Gog. Yeah, so that's that's something that's going to be happening very Look, soon. Look, I want this happening. Like, he has to put on that unicorn onesie. I, he has it. He owns it. He, you know, we need to do this, okay? He's got, a, he's got an infant child. Uh, you, uh, we talked about Spectacular Spider-Man. If you haven't listened to Spectacular Radio, uh, it's our DVD-style commentary show that we get with Greg Wiseman every uh, every odd numbered episode, and he talks about the individual episodes. We talk with people that work on the show, voice cast like uh, Vanessa Marshall and yeah. Jack well, Keaton. also clearly at some point you need to ask Greg Wiseman why there is not a Spider Girl series. Uh, let's just say in the next recording that's happening later this week. Okay, good. It's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> Wait, should I, should I like Jeff. record? Should I record myself asking this to like make this seem I I more that. special? Uh, I, I, as much as I would love that, <laughs> I could. I, it would. Yeah, we're using Skype, and I don't want to break Skype any more than we already, you know. That so. is very fair. Uh, but yes, we have Spectacular Radio. Uh, we'll have. Uh, episode of CSC coming soon. We are rebuilding the site. CSC is the last show to re be rebuilt. Um, you can always help us out. Uh, PayPal.me slash Network. Find us on Facebook at Network, uh at Radio on Twitter, Instagram at Network as well. Uh, and just look us up on YouTube, Radio Network. It's all there on our yeah. YouTube page. Guys yeah. and gal, with that you can, you can you can find Make My Mayday on Twitter. By the way, it is my oh, yeah. technical personal Twitter, but I am trying my best to be for the brand. Uh, and also, too, we do want to mention our friends at um, Dennis Ball. Yes, because uh, thanks to Bob and my Atlanta Ghostbuster friends, I was a guest on the Dennis Ball show on Friday, yeah. which is a tennis ball that gives you dad jokes. 
So uh, you, you got to check it out. It's you it, got to check it out. It's it's a weird concept on YouTube, but at the same time, it's one of those weird concepts that actually kind of work. So uh, he interviewed not only me, but also the Slimer from Ghost, like the actress that was Slimer on Ghostbusters Two, and a ton of other like more amazing people than I am. So like, whoa. So uh, definitely check that out uh, if you Absolutely. want some dad jokes in your life. Absolutely. So. And to answer Vinkman's question he asked on our on our, our YouTube page, yes, all of Spectacular Radio is up. All of the Mayday uh, so far that we've done is up. Everything uh, is good. Uh, the episode pages, are are they are they back working? Because they, they were, were broken a few days ago. So, But we are, are fixing them. They are in progress as of this recording. So. Yeah. Hopefully by the time you hear it, it's still fixed. Uh, 181 people, thank you. Like, share, subscribe oh, oh God, to this, this channel, to this video. And guys, thank y'all again. You guys are, we, we want you back. Uh, thank you for taking your time. Yeah, two hours, thank you so much, Over guys. two hours uh, between, sh between show prep and this interview. And, so. and also, and also too, like we wouldn't have as many people watching if it wasn't for you guys. Yeah. I so. just want to say that, like. Thank I you. Think, thank you guys. And, and <laughs> you guys were an attraction. And uh, I hope we, we didn't let you down. Man. No. no. You guys, oh, my goodness. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely we not. Could, so, we could go for a total total other hour just shooting, shooting, shooting stuff, the breeze. But... Shooting the breeze. So, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to. We're going to wrap the broadcast up there. We'll see you guys next time. And, yeah, uh, next time. Next fan panel. Absolutely. Bye, guys. <laughs>